0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to this spooky, funkadelic, 80s, hard rock, Alexa, first generation, brawny man, Halloween spectacular episode <laughs> of Voice Spark Live. I am your <laughs> host, as always, Nick, followed by Ben in New York and AJ in Idaho. So with that being said, let's see if we got any news for this week. Any news,
1: Ben? Any news? Uh, well, I'm busy keeping it clean over here, um, but uh, no, no, actually, we've been plotting along. Uh, I, I got nothing really this week, man. Um, I, I'm just kind of mesmerized now by what's going on in Idaho oh. right now, in my view. I What is happening? AJ, this is amazing. He takes talk it about- to the
0: extreme. Like, talk about you- the construction of this thing. I mean, it is, it is pretty epic. <laughs> what is that? Is that cardboard? Like, is it plastic? Is that a huge piece of PVC
1: pipe? If I talking, if I talk into your head right now, well, will, you know, what what's what's the wake word here?
2: Voice <laughs> spark Live, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. That sounds right. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, AJ, AJ, moving on to you. You got any news?
2: Oh yeah, I saw a certain person on. The uh, the contest a couple days ago, who was pretty impressive.
0: Oh, yeah, His a bold white fella, Nick. Mm. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, he's
2: cool, bro. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. that's that's the he's, news he's cool. right there. That is the news right there. I, I, little, little voice launch action, I think. Well, I saw that right. too.
0: Yeah, we did do the old voice launch. Um, I thought it was great. I'd like to thank Eric for actually doing that, and they're actually planning a spring one. Uh, I used it just as a way to uh, showcase some of the Alexa skills that I created for my local village and also to go ahead and wave the flag of VoiceSpark. Biggest thing we got to get out there, man, is usage, usage, and education. Yep. Core principles, core factors. Um, so, uh, I got a little bit of news. I went ahead and I've been keeping track of one of my skills, historical voices. And I went through and I updated it. I did the whole, uh, song and dance and I was looking and I'm like, whoa, this thing, you know, meets the criteria for the Alexa beyond voice challenge through DevPost." So I said, Hey, I'm going to do it. Screw it. Right. I'm doing it. So I submitted it. And I started going back and looking at my stats, and this skill is getting about 1,200 interactions a day, and it's getting about maybe about 300 sessions and about 200 individual users. So I'm actually really proud of it, and nice. I, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. So I went ahead, I uploaded everything, I, I um, uploaded my uh, application to DevPost, everything's good to go. And, you know, i give another quick shout out to uh, Cassie and the team over there. And uh, I appreciate them for uh, putting this thing on because, you know, hey, I figure why not throw my ring my hat in the ring, right? Absolutely. Win a Tesla, man. Win a Tesla. As all, oh, real quick before we forget, don't forget to go on over to talksocket.com. Hey, uh, ben, if you can. There Boom. Talk Socket. Now, the reason why tonight is so special is because tonight will be the last night that we're featuring TalkSocket. But tonight is also the first, uh, one of the first times that we're going to have a sponsor on who is sponsoring us next month. And that's going to be the CEO of Lemur, which is a social audio broadcast platform. And he's going to talk all about it. But uh, we have one final thing. To go and I know I'm running the show here, guys, but Wi-Fi plugs. Who wants to give yep, them yep.
1: away? AJ, you gotta do it. Wait, hold on. Voice Spark. Give contest winner the plugs.
0: No, that wasn't the wake. That wasn't it. Boop, boop, that boop, wasn't boop. the wake word. Is he even talking? Is his audio even hooked up? Yeah, AJ, Tom, are you Okay, cool. So I'm going to bring it up on the big screen. You know me, I love, I love transparency here. There we go. All right. So we've got, let's go over to the winner's tab. I went ahead, I filtered everybody out. So again, if you're outside of the U.S., continental U.S., you're not getting it. And if you're one of those jokesters right. that are like, hey, I've got 15 accounts and I'm going to go ahead and subscribe to this guy's YouTube channel and then unsubscribe to it just to get entered, that's not cool either. But let's go ahead and draw. Out. And draw. Let's see what we got. Michael Chaplin, aka Rover, Las Vegas. Whoa. USA. You are he the, rolled the dice. He rolled the dice and he won. Look at that. Yep. He, he rolled the dice and he won. So he's getting a set of these four Wi-Fi plugs coming at you. I'm going to send it out tomorrow because I don't like anything hanging over my head. So thanks for tuning in, Michael. Appreciate thanks for tuning in, Mike. And I, I hope you went ahead and kept us subscribed. So with that being said, let's go ahead and bring in our first guest. Ben, can you give an introduction?
1: Yeah, no, this is a, a great guy. Got a chance to work with him uh, with through the Howl team, with the Howl team. Uh, Brian Toll from Spin Dance. Great Great uh, group uh, based out of Grand Rapids in Holland, Michigan. Um, they really kind of excel in the IoT space. Uh, we got a chance to work with them for with our cameras and um, and, and also um, our uh, voice, um, you know, the voice portion of the the alert, uh, Alexa and Google Home. Um, really, really great chance uh, and, and opportunity to work with those guys, and hope to work with them in the future again. But uh, but yeah, Brian Toll, um, VP of Engineering at uh, Spin Dance. Let's get him in here.
0: And here's Brian. Brian, how's it going? Welcome to Voice Spark Live. We appreciate you coming on tonight.
1: Well,
3: it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. And and Ben, thanks for the uh, the kind introduction. I don't deserve it, but I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Dump, just you do. You do.
1: <laughs> the whole you yeah. and the whole team over there, really, really great. Really. Well,
3: we had so much fun working with you guys too. So yeah, it, it, the the respect is mutual. And yeah, I apologize for not dressing up. I didn't. I didn't know. So I, can I go as like. Uh, working from home software developer, will that? I think that counts. Okay, that, that counts. counts.
0: That yeah, counts. I think that counts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, absolutely, I gotta be honest with you, I absolutely hate Halloween. I find it to be a complete waste of money and it puts at least 10 pounds on my weight. But for the show, I did it for the show and that's why I dressed up. And plus my wife was like, hey, you look kind of cute with long hair. I'm like, what?
3: Happy wife, happy life,
0: right? Yeah, there yeah, you go. yeah, yeah. You, you have an
1: alias? You got, you got anything else uh,
0: kind of you know, cooking there? You got a guitar? Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe just shorten it to Mick. Mick. Like, yeah. Like Nick, but Mick, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, that works. That's that an works. 80s rocker.
0: So Brian, <laughs> tell us a little bit about Spin Dance. Where are you at? What do you guys do?
1: Yeah. We're in,
3: in uh, West Michigan. So if you know where Chicago is, we're like right around the lake about two hours north. Um, yeah. We've been around 20 years. We just celebrated 20 years actually. And we're a software consultancy and we do mostly IOT work. So, uh, what I'm trying to do is build a team that does embedded and cloud and mobile, a web and voice and, uh, kind of bring that all under one roof. So it, it's just, uh, produces a better result, right? You don't have to find a bunch of different disparate teams and you can just have one group kind of do it all for you.
0: Yeah, I agree. That sounds uh, interesting, and plus, I love the I love Western uh, the Western coast of Michigan, uh, such a beautiful place. We were just up there in uh, <clears throat> Traverse City. We stayed at a KOA, and it was uh, it was beautiful, beautiful side of the of the state.
3: Yeah, we love it. No, it's it's a it's a. Well, I say that, and then it's supposed to be like twenty degrees uh, in a couple of days. So I don't know. It's it's summer. Summer is is heaven around here, and winter is is not so much
0: we went okay so here's a funny story we went to sleeping bear dunes and we made it all the way up the first dune and we're like this is it bro we're gonna see the ocean it's like no bro Mm -hmm. it's not it Mm -hmm. there are like (laughs) five or six huge dunes you got to get over to even get to where you could get a good picture of the ocean and i mean i've got you know my kids are spoiled brats you know they're crying my wife's like hey man we go to we should turn back and me i'm like no i gotta see the ocean I think we made it over one hump, like up to the top and then over to the other hump. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was it. But if anybody has a chance to go check it out, I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it is.
3: It is we, beautiful. But yeah, but that whole hike, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's just like one big lie after
0: and turned around. I oh, mean, okay. these, these kids are spoiled rotten. I mean, they started crying. I'm hot. <laughs> it was like, a, it, you know, I. It's like those uh, movies from the 70s with the guy out in the desert somewhere, you know, like barely hanging <laughs> on. That's what the, you know, the eight year old and the five year old turned into. So I had to, <laughs> had to, we had to turn back around. It was some funny stuff.
1: That's great. Yeah.
0: We didn't get a chance to do any. Of, when we came to visit you, uh, Brian, and,
1: and your team up there, we didn't get a chance to do any of the outdoorsy stuff. We definitely uh, partook in uh, Founders and some of those other distilleries that you guys have up there. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't. remember that. I remember
3: that. It was like three <laughs> days of, of consulting with you guys. And I don't know, it was like 4 o'clock. And I think it was Mike was like, well, how about a beer? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it was over. It was, it was over. over. You guys were out you of it.
1: I'm pretty sure we didn't show up until like halfway through the next day, uh, the, the following day too. It was, it was, it was fun, but it got pretty ugly <laughs> the next day, <laughs> but great times, great times, good times. And, uh, you know, we, we got, I think we got a lot done when we were up there too. So, uh, we did it was like, the
3: start of a great relationship.
1: Totally. Um, so why don't you talk about like how you kind of build relationships like that, how you go into, you know, approaching a client, you, you know, we had a great experience with you, you know, uh, meeting and then really kind of getting into, um, you know, like the crux of it, what, what, how you want to accomplish goals, what goals you want to accomplish and, um, you know, kind of get into what our current uh, code base was at the same time. But kind of tell you, tell everyone how you foster those relationships.
3: Yeah, well, uh, how to summarize it? Well, IoT is a mess. Maybe we'll start there, right? Yeah. And it's really <laughs> difficult for people uh, most of the time. Like there's the blessed people, the blessed organizations where it's like, oh, I clearly know what I need to do, right? And I know how to make money with this IoT stuff. Probably nine times out of 10, though, it's it's really kind of an uphill slog, you know, kind of like Sleeping Bear Dunes, right? And it's like they, that's a great analogy, actually. It's like they get over the first hill and they're like, we've arrived. And it's like, nope, you still got the whole mountain to kind of yeah, yeah. climb yet. So we just like to start with kind of uh, talking about what you want to do and what you want to accomplish from a business perspective. And then we start to kind of map out kind of the end-to-end system. I think that's really important because in most organizations, startups are different. Like Howell is pretty lucky in that regard. Like, Mm. you know, it was, you had a really tight knit group of guys, but you know, we're going into fortune 500 companies and, and there's all these groups, which have never had to work together before in a million years. And suddenly they're Mm. thrown together. And so we like to say, as IOT changes the product, it starts to change the business. And that's kind of really difficult. So that's where we start. And then, yeah, we kind of just start with that. Hey, what do you want to build from a system perspective? We kind of look at that architecture. We get the right people around the table. Um, And you know, this firsthand, Ben, it's like one group cannot do it all. So spin dance is just one cog usually in a a much larger ecosystem trying to get things done.
1: Yeah. 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 And you, (laughs) you definitely succeeded in that for us. I know that, (laughs) Um, you know, uh, so what are some of those uphill battles like, you know, I mean, I can imagine this Fortune 500 companies, yeah, you know, we need we need this, we need that, we think we need this, but we, they don't necessarily really need that. What's that education process like for some of those, uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, people just wading into the waters for the first time? Oh, that's a great question. So we like to start with just some bit
3: general training. It's like you go into these, well, you know, you guys, if I asked you what IoT is, we'd probably get four different answers. Right. Uh, Which is, you know, if we're drinking beer, that's fun, but if you're trying to actually make money, that's not a great way to go after it. So we come in, we usually like to start with some training just to kind of level set and get everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody from uh, leadership to product development to marketing to sales. Um, Quick story, I was at a a, a mid-sized manufacturing company making a great product and they had spent about a year and a half working on their IoT product, but they didn't engage their sales team. So I show up at a sales meeting, do some IoT training, and they launch this product. And it was like, you know, industrial, pretty nitty gritty stuff. And that sales team just kind of sat back and went, what the hell are you trying to sell?
2: <laughs> and
3: the project was like dead in the water, you know, and it took them quite a while to kind of reset from there. So definitely include the salespeople in that process. Um, and then it's like, hey, let's let's dive in and incrementally figure out what your value prop is. Like, why are you why are you trying to do this stuff? What are you hoping to get out mm-hmm. of it? Um, and, then it's, and then it's talking about software, right? Because most people getting into IoT, um, you know, actually with, with the world where it's like the physical durable goods world, right? They've never right. written a line of code, like real code in their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's getting in there and trying to help
0: them with that kind of stuff too. Yeah, definitely. So um, real quick, you actually had uh, a couple big major clients on the Skill Store one of which was Hal, but the other one was Whirlpool. And uh, it's the connected appliances app or skill. Um, And it's got 617 reviews, three out of five stars. But I mean, that's pretty impressive. What was the whole process like building Mm. that helping that skill come to fruition? uh, From you know, you know, A to B standpoint,
3: that was so much fun. It's fun to work with a group like Whirlpool Um, because, well, for a lot of reasons, they're just great people. But then on top of that too, you get to work more directly with Amazon. I've, I've had the opportunity to do a couple of things. We, we have a 10 year relationship with Whirlpool and it's evolved a lot. Back in the day, we were kind of like the only vendor and now there's like four or 500 people at Whirlpool doing IoT stuff. So we're a very, very small part of the picture at this point. But yeah, no, we were just kind of, kind of at the right place at the right time. And we ended up doing the Alexa skill and that worked well. And they gave us the Google skill, So we did that. And uh, it, it it was really interesting because, um, well, you guys have all done skill development. Now imagine doing that, but then having like physical stuff you're turning on and off.
0: Oh God, but, I, I don't um, even want to imagine. I don't even want to think about it.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, and then you have you have certain testers. This was not Whirlpool, just to be clear. This was somewhere else in the ecosystem testing a microwave, and you don't want to turn a microwave on without something in it right? Um, that, that I'll just leave that to the imagination. But you know, it's it's just like that whole level of testing gets really, really fascinating when you're doing voice. Right,
1: right, right. Definitely. I, I was uh, talking, I think it was like Dennis Crowley from, from Foursquare. He's like, is there a washing machine that can determine if it's full enough to be able to run? Um, <laughs> does Whirlpool do that? Does that, the Whirlpool?
0: Did, did you guys work on anything like that? <laughs>
3: oh i'm sure they i'm sure they have
0: something like that yeah yeah they <laughs> should have definitely have like some load sensors right <clears throat> you right. think um so aj I, I know you're busy like connecting to the to the internet of things but uh <laughs> do, you got, do you get any questions for brian I'm putting myself in uh, in her shoes in her shoe oh
1: <laughs> i love it there we go <laughs>
0: Do you got a question? You're like, you're like uh, on mute over yeah, there. Cu- yeah, I was
2: curious what, what actually uh, did you have to come up with to inspire the sales team? What was it that actually uh, resonated with them and got them excited when it eventually happened?
3: You know, salespeople are, I mean, at the end of the day, pretty simple creatures. It's like, what, what's the value? Why does a customer want it? Right. And once you can zero in on that, then, it, then it's a pretty straightforward, uh, you know, sale conversation, right? That's what good salespeople do. They just have a good conversation with somebody. Um, I think
2: usually salespeople get excited once they get enough where their minds can start to envision themselves being successful in closing sales. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, when you first were approaching them, you, you kind of had to sell IOT to them, right. And then help them get educated to sell iot products to their customers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah what, what finally got them excited was it bonuses
3: <laughs> I th- yeah was it was a bonuses oh, i'm sure it was the bonuses yeah i think no i think you know it's at, good salespeople want to help people right so if you can show them connect the dots so i think it's coming really honestly it's it's overcoming the fear i came up you know back in the late 90s when the the web was coming up and you had this this generation of leadership that had no clue what the internet was right and somebody told them they needed a website so they bought a website, but they kind of kept it at hands, hand, you know, arm's length. And eventually, you know, a new generation of leadership came up. It had just, it was in their bones, right? They'd grown up with it. They knew how to use it. They were just excited about it. It was second nature. Um, and IoT is very much like that, too. You, I think we're, we're still very early, depending on your industry, um, where you're at. So I, I think for people who, uh, you know, are just excited about it, you know, it sounds like, well, you're literally in an Alexa, so it sounds like you're pretty... Uh-huh. Pretty into the smart home stuff. Um, right. But you're, you're comfortable with it. You kind of you have like an intuitive understanding of what the stuff is. I think that's really the key for salespeople. They just got to be a little bit into it and really understand it well and, and have some passion for it.
2: So, did you have to uh, like learn how to rethink the concepts that you're an expert in and, you know, look at IoT from a different point of view as you were engaging them?
3: Um. Oh yeah. I think every time I, I meet with a customer, I learn something new. Right. So I think you you got to go in with humility because every day, you know, that's why I love this job. Right. I get to literally play with stuff like voice and machine learning and robots. I just had I had a call at five today about literally killer robots, and you know that's just fun oh, stuff. Yeah, robots that. with lasers. You know what what could go wrong?
4: Um,
3: why not um, laser beams? Laser beams, right? Um, Twenty five. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just going in and, and having some passion about it and, and uh, telling people they can do it. Honestly, a big, you know, and Ben, maybe you can speak, speak to this too, but somebody like me, I just got to be a cheerleader, right? I hire great people, get out of their way and just let great stuff
1: happen. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is, you know, help where you can almost can help. Like you're going to you're going to create and make something really cool at the end of the day. And I'm uh, being a cheerleader, facilitating whatever you can do to kind of make them and, and help them get 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 to where they need to go. That's that's pretty much it. You know, and that's the cool part about it. Exactly. Yeah. And,
0: and you know, whenever you get to work on some really cool projects like the how skill um, and how how can actually, you know, I mean, Whirlpool can help people, but how can actually help keep a community safe. I mean, that's a that's a pretty big deal. That's got to be like, uh, pretty, uh, pretty interesting to see the the backdoor intricacies of how that works out and how it connects with, you know, the uh, the cloud through AWS or whatnot, and then gets bounced around through the internet of things then comes back and starts pinging everybody's cell phone and, and whatnot that you know Johnny's in trouble or Sally needs help. Mm-hmm. I mean, that mm-hmm. to me is uh is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, Brian, I think we threw a lot at you, honestly, and you guys you guys crushed it. I mean, we first it started out as an IoT platform and a safety platform, and then it's like, oh, by the way, we want to do all this, this, and this, and you're like, Okay. All right, let's get you know, let's let's figure out. All right, let's it do it. Like, let's figure it out. Ben, it.
2: How did uh, how uh, how did Hal engage Brian? Like at what point were you guys at and so really we, we had a very, um, very, I thought very weak
1: um, kind of um, IoT device, uh, you know, a camera that a security camera that we currently had and we, we, we had a, a skill and we had an action but, you know, our platform wasn't really scalable. We, we felt that it wasn't really scalable, and uh, you know we needed a little help along the way to kind of get that off the ground. You know, building that scalable, um, you know, data from a database perspective, but also as a, as a platform as a whole. Um, and you know, we 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 found we found SpinDance along the way, and we're like, yeah, these these seem like the guys. And, you know, after a few a bit back and forth over a few months, and, you know, uh, kind of, I think we, everyone kind of feels each other out at that point. And, uh, you know, we realize that the, the, these guys are the go to guys to be able to get us um, from an IoT perspective up and launch in a much more stable platform and and scalable platform.
2: I mean, your hardware so, is essentially IoT. Right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And they, they helped a lot along the way with, you know, um, with, um, you know, finding the right factory to to, you know, making sure everything is, um, you know, uh, secure, uh, you know, every, every every little detail along the way that you know, they, they kind of helped out helped us out in that regard. Um, and, you know, work with our team, our internal de- development team along the way too and, uh, you know, gave us the gave us basically uh, the, the lessons and then took the took the training wheels off. And, <laughs> and we're off run <laughs> on our own at
0: this point. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, Brian, do you, um, what, what's next for spin dance? Where are you guys at? I know you had had mentioned something about, uh, possibly bringing on some more crew.
3: Yeah, we we've been, I mean, COVID hasn't been fun for anybody, but we've been pretty blessed. Uh, we've, we've had a stable, uh, book of business and a great team we've been able to kind of keep together. So, uh, starting to to look, look forward to, to next year and, and starting to grow the team, which, which feels pretty good.
0: Nice. That's awesome. I'm gonna bring up the uh, the how skill.
1: Oh, I know that one. There, there is. Yeah.
0: it is. Yeah. So the whirlpool <laughs> skill with 617 uh, reviews, and then the how skill has 31. If you could go over and install them and check them out, check and them see out. what they're about if they meet your uh, if they meet your smart home needs, and then the man of the hour himself. Oh
3: wow! Look at that!
0: Look at that!
3: You found me on LinkedIn. <laughs>
0: Hey, I'm going to. tell. Yeah. A minute, a minute. So we figured, you know, hey, why not bring you up here? And if anybody's interested in any, uh, any of your services, have them come right over to the profile, click on it and mess up to you. talk to him. Absolutely. And there you go. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people too. I mean, we got 10 mutual contacts uh, uh, in common. But yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome. So Ben, final, final thoughts, final question.
1: Final question, um, we have, we're starting to do this thing where we're asking our guests, if they have any question to the voice community, put it out there, and I'm putting you on the spot, mm. but if you have a question for the voice community, like when's this gonna happen, or you know, what do you think about this? It could be technical, it could be you know, uh, from 10,000 miles up, wh- whatever it may be, a question for the voice community to put out there. Uh, that's fine, let me, let me give that just a second to, to ruminate. Um,
3: well, I think where, where I'm really interested to see where it goes is complex conversations. You know, and, mm-hmm. and we're doing stuff on the consumer side. We're doing more and more on the B two B side, where people are creating skills not for the general public, but for their customers or for their internal use. And it, it's it's those complex conversations. Like uh, we were talking before the, uh, the 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 top of the hour here about a, a customer we have where they're ordering. And they literally have like millions of products in their database, right? So when their customers are ordering things, you know, I think they have, it's a, it's a food distributor and they have, you know, like literally 5,000 5, different types of cheese, mm-hmm. right? So when you're ordering cheese, it's like, okay, do you want shredded cheese? Do you want shredded cheddar cheese? Do you want shredded frozen? I mean, it's like goes on and on and on. So I'm just kind of curious what the voice community thinks um, the next wave of kind of intelligent conversation is going to go. Great. Ooh, it's great good question.
2: Great question. Awesome. Great yeah, question. AJ. Actually, uh, yeah. Well, uh, yesterday, um, some of the folks that were speaking after um, on the voice launch event, they're pointing out that there was one use case where they're using um, like voice profiling to uh, like sense like emotions coming from a speaker. Mm. So they were talking about uh, being able to use uh, something like uh, Alexa. To uh, train salespeople so that the salespeople are like emoting certain emotions because those emotions need to, be you know, come through. I think that was a fantastic idea. Hmm. You know, just the idea of uh, learning the, uh, you know, let's say in the case of Whirlpool, it's like um, the person, the 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 skill could be like listening for the person. The person's exhausted because they're they're uh, doing chores, but then if you hear you know, that the person sounds tired or stressed, you know, maybe you, you react a little bit differently, a little bit more sensitive, like, you know, and convey that that care. So that that excited me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be very cool. So yeah, voice community, how is that going to, how soon is that going to be? <laughs>
0: so, Brian, I have one last question for you. This is a tough one. This is probably going to be one of the toughest questions. That oh, you're boy. All right,
3: I'll get ready
0: have you subscribed to voice spark alexa and more on youtube
3: i i i think i did i'm pretty sure i did <laughs> um but i might be like that guy that like signed up and then unsubscribed accidentally oh man so. you yeah. were in it you for the
0: yeah. wi-fi plugs he wanted to the wi-fi plug that's what it was that's
3: yeah no no i think i did the other day yeah
0: awesome well hey brian um thanks again and um you know, you're welcome on the show anytime. We really appreciate you coming on and uh, have a great night. And uh, I hope your uh, your puppy dog sleeps through the night and doesn't wake you up.
3: Here's hoping. No, well, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'd love to come back on sometime. Sometime, uh, And I love what you guys are doing. I think it's really important. So uh, keep up the good work.
0: Awesome. Great. Thank you very much, Brian. Have All a good right. night. You too. Stay Take care. care. Yeah, bye.
1: That was awesome. That was He's a great guy. Yeah. I, I, their their team is is great. Their, their whole team over there is really really great. Greg Straw. I, um, I went over and looked at the website. Yeah, no, go
2: on, Ben.
0: Yeah, Ben, go on.
1: Nice. No, no, I'm just saying their whole their whole team over there. They're they're super pros and um you know they're they're just great people in general. So it's like great people that are really smart and can make really cool things. Like yeah, it's 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 a it's a really really great uh, great organization. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So who do we have up next? We have the CEO of Lemur, Shane Monahan. He's coming to us from across the pond in Ireland. It's a like late 1. one. 30 in the morning over there. Here he is. Shane, thank you Shane. very much for coming up. Shane. How's it going?
4: Hello, guys. How's, how's life? How's it over in the U.S. of A.? Oh. It's a
1: little weird right now. I can't lie. It's a little weird.
4: I mean, <laughs> you know,
0: I, it, it's... I'm alive. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, you know.
4: that's
0: a good start. Yeah, that's a good start. So- I mean, I'm alive. I mean, <laughs> I've got yeah. hair now. I mean, yeah, things like, are
4: looking Who's up. Who's that guy? Who is that guy? So, uh, <laughs> I to say, before we start, props to you guys on the uh, the costumes. I'm the opposite of you, Nick. I absolutely love Halloween. Um, and if I had known it was a it was fancy dress for a uh, voice bark, I would have done it. <laughs> while 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 you guys were, were were speaking there, I did make a quick phone call, and we might have a, a special guest who might be able to uh, attend later on on the Halloween theme. So Ooh,
0: okay,
2: yeah. okay, okay. I love that. Yeah, where are I we love that you, idea. Uh, at? where are you at, Sorry? Where are you at, Jane? Your physical I,
4: oh. Geography. I like where do I live? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Where well, are you yeah.
4: uh, at? Ireland, obviously. But uh it's in a it's a village called Mornington, which is uh on the east coast of Ireland at the mouth of the River Boyne. So it's a famous, very famous river. It's where St Patrick first arrived to Ireland when he came back in. He came up the River Boyne. So and um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of um uh, well there's loads of shamrocks but um in the, the Boyne valley is the the most uh, fertile land in the whole of ireland so there's plenty mm. of shamrocks there but that's the irish version of the valley of the kings which i'm sure you've heard of in egypt mm. so there are oh, wow. they don't know how many um uh, stone age passage tombs are there Uh, that haven't haven't even been uh, excavated. There's a very famous one called Newgrange, which is, it's actually older than the pyramids. So that's literally half an hour where I live. We have a lot of history here, you know. And (laughs) the River Boyne is is very famous for uh, an Irish uh, folklore story about the salmon of knowledge, which was a a mythical salmon that lived in the river. And whoever got to eat the salmon became the smartest person in the world, basically. So
2: Shit. it's true. Yeah. Eating yeah. salmon does make you smart. That's yeah, it is. is. Well, good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so Shane, thanks for coming on tonight. Um, <clears throat> we are thrilled to have you on. We're thrilled to have you as a sponsor for our November, for the month of November. That's going to be awesome. So we're definitely going to be hitting people over the head with uh, Lemur and having them join the conspiracy. But can you yeah, tell I us see. a little bit about Lemur? what yeah. is it where do we go how do we sign up
4: where, where do we start firstly we're absolutely delighted to be working with you guys in voice spark we love what you're doing um and already true you guys you've exposed us to a huge amount of uh, people in the voice space and um, mainly over in america obviously you guys are, are way ahead when it comes to, to voice so we're really appreciative of that and very excited for this um Partnership moving forward and having you guys in the lemur conspiracy, as we call it. So, um, lemur, where do we start? Uh, how do I package five years of an entrepreneurial journey into into a live stream okay. here on YouTube? Start at the beginning, start at the beginning. That's where you okay. start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yes, uh, <laughs> using wars team for anyone who can see it. There you oh, go, yeah, air fader over my shoulder. I am a fan. <laughs> um so my background originally i was a professional athlete so i played professional rugby for probably 10 years or so and that's all i ever wanted to be uh from about the age of six or seven i said right i want to oh not six or seven sorry i played from the age of six or seven but i made a conscious decision when i was about 12 i want to be a professional Mm -hmm. player which um is, I didn't realize that at the time, but it's quite a rare thing for people to actually know what they want to do. And it, it actually makes it easier to achieve things when you have a mm. goal that you can aim for. Um, with a lot of people, you know, kids finishing high school, they're kind of like, I don't know what I want to do. You know, and that's a very difficult place to be. And you, you can uh, you can relay that to, to business as well if you don't actually know what you're trying to do. It's very difficult to achieve anything. <laughs> So um, I was very lucky to have that and I learned a hell of a lot of lessons, and, uh, and work ethic, um, you know, endurance, uh, all that kind of thing. Team, it's one of the ultimate team sports as well, working in a team environment. I got exposed to some of the best high performance leaders in the world, full stop. So, so you don't realise it at the time because it's just normal for you. You're around these people. This is just your day to day. But when you leave and you go out into the civilian world, as we say, it's a bit like the military in that uh, perspective. Mm -hmm. And you realise, Jesus, uh, I was very lucky to have worked and be friends with a lot of these people and be exposed to them. So I brought everything uh, I, I learned or as much as I possibly could with me from that environment to what I'm doing now in Lemur. And I, I actually came up with the idea for Lemur uh, in my last year as a professional rugby player when I was living in, in England in a place called Gloucester. So I was playing with a club called Gloucester who are in the premiership of uh, the English premiership. And uh, this was in 2014. So, I I had a quick trip home to uh, spend some time with the family, with my parents, uh, at Christmas, December 2014. And I was having a conversation with my dad at the time. Uh, My dad is uh, in my hometown of Drahada, which is very close to Mornington where I live. He's in a community group uh, looking to try and get city status for the town. So uh, like most voluntary groups like this, it's very difficult to get your message out there or what you actually do. So he would, he's very old school, uh, he would write letters to the newspaper and nine times out of ten they wouldn't get published. Uh, and <laughs> when they did get published, they're gone after 24 hours. Uh, such mm-hmm. is traditional media. So he was getting very frustrated with this and he said, Shane, is there anything we can do to get the word out there? We're doing all this great work and no one knows about it. So I said, well, Dad, you are a great speaker, you love talking to people, and uh I think what you need to do is set up a podcast. So his answer to me was, what's a podcast? And nine out of 10 people I would have spoken to in 2014, that would have been the same answer. What, what's a podcast? they look as if he had two heads. So mm-hmm. that goes to show how quickly the podcast industry has grown in the space of six, almost seven years. Mm-hmm. So um, I explained Examples uh, and he says, Shane, that is absolutely amazing. How do I do it? I said, Well, Dad, if you want to do it right, you're going to need headphones, a microphone, recording device, a laptop or a desktop, editing software, learn how to produce on the editing software, find your web host, set up your social media account, start to push your social media. I was like, Whoa, 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 too much information. I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he, he went from an amazing idea to not interested in seconds, literally seconds. And that's when I got the idea. It's like, wow, imagine there was an app for someone like my dad or anyone who wanted to create a podcast instantly or just share their voice. Mm -hmm. Open the app, say what you want to say, hit share, and you are done. And it removes all those barriers to entry uh, that stopped my dad from getting involved. And I thought, wow, um, I I thought of the term less is more because it's so true. And, yeah. uh, that's obviously where the name, uh, lemur came from. It's an acronym L I M O R. and I forgot to mention, I also have a degree in product design, uh, which I got while I was playing rugby in Dublin, which, um, you know, great design comes from solving problems, uh, yeah. generally in the simplest of ways. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you
0: actually, so, do. so you actually, whenever you attended college, you didn't take classes like TV one, TV two, like you took like actual
4: classes actual classes and it was (laughs) (laughs) was a nightmare (laughs) trying to to do and it's it's a it's a level eight engineering degree like it's a bachelor of science Uh, it's 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 full time it's nine to nine those degrees are you know Mm -hmm. I i was in the leinster rugby academy at the time leinster are probably the best rugby team in the world um and uh so i my dream was to play professional rugby it wasn't to be a product designer but at the same time you have one injury and your career is finished, you know? So, yeah. um, I, I, had that in the back, but it's, it was amazing degree because it teaches you about the whole life cycle of a product it teaches you about the initial concept. Bing. Like that with my dad, Roy. I've got this amazing idea. What do I do? What do I do? Cause that's usually where people stop and fall down is they don't know what to do once they have an idea and nothing ever happens. Yeah. Um, so, um, you have that, then the initial design phase, then how do I build it? Uh, you, the engineering of building it and then you do the whole marketing and sales and business aspect of it as well so it's 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 basically the first day we were in um the the main lecturer in the place said this is the ultimate degree for an entrepreneur huh. So uh, if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, it's probably not the right degree for you. <laughs> so um, it, it was, and it is, because you can basically can branch off into any one of those fields. So I am doing the proper product design one, which is um, just by uh, because I had a great idea and, and, and I followed it through. So anyway, that was back in 2014. And I was retired from rugby about a year later. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, so November... Uh, 2015 or there, thereabouts, about a year, and um, I I had through that last year, Ruby had been doing the product design thing, looking at the market, uh, different, you know, what competitors there were, all this carry on, and one thing I found at the time it was very, very difficult to find any statistics on podcasting, <laughs> and Edison Research, which I'm sure you guys may have heard of already, RD. Mm-hmm they were the only ones really mm-hmm. there was nothing in the uk nothing in ireland nothing in europe and edison research is not even at that time was very very you know helicopter view mm-hmm. so i i said wow there's something happening here there's a huge opportunity with very little competition uh, I need to research just more. And I just went down that rabbit hole of looking at the whole voice market and the podcast market and usability and all that carry on and uh, ended up building a prototype uh, or going out to get my first investors first and foremost mm-hmm. um, on that whole journey, which I'm still on and will be on for as long as I'm in Lemur. Uh, and uh, we built a prototype, beta testing, uh, built another prototype, more beta testing, so on and so forth. And um, we are now in a position where it's taken me by two years to get to this stage is to build essentially Lemur 2.0, which mm-hmm. will implement our monetization features because at the end of the day, business, people invest in it because they want to make money, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, that uh, was the biggest stumbling block for me is I have this product, I have this vision, I have... And, and we were caught between two stools. Because we've got the, inert, the initial uh, friends, family, and fools stage of money. And some some high-network guys, in fairness to them, uh, we've done very well at that stage uh, to get to this point. And then it was a case of, right, we needed that last bit of money to implement the monetization and launch. Mm-hmm. And anyone we would go to said, love the product, love the idea, love the vision, see the opportunity, uh, but come back to us when you you start making money. And I'm kind of like, well, I need your money in order to, <laughs> 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 and so kind of like, and like, oh, we know, we know, but come back to it. So we're finally in a position now where we, we will have Lemur 2.0. We're looking to be able to start revenue generation in January stroke, February 2021, which is very exciting for us.
0: And uh, you guys got an update coming out here pretty soon, right?
4: <clears throat> yes, we do indeed, and that is um, the, the Lemur 2.0. So, the existing version of the app has been the one that's been there for the last, as I said, last year and a half, two years or so. Mm-hmm. And I liken it to anyone who is people in our UK and Ireland get this straight away is the Volkswagen Golf. I'm sure you guys will know that car as well. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it, it's the same car from the 1980s, but it just gets better every year. So, yeah. the existing Lemur, the one that's there at the moment, is like a Golf. 2015 and 2.0. That's coming out is like a golf 2021. It's the right. same car but better. And then when the lemur monetization features in that come on to evolve from a golf into a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: AJ,
0: what's going on over there in Idaho? You got anything?
4: Yeah,
2: we. You know what? If you think about it, we have uh, Idaho has something in common with Ireland. It's a kind of a root-based fertility potatoes we supply That's what we most of the wow oh,
0: that was a question it's like, was know, that was that, was, that, that was, was on
2: my mind uh but i wanted to say you know you have that i uh i was speaking to uh a man named romero and uh he came to idaho from los angeles and his uh, mentors were some folks that were really instrumental in um, getting the first like Hispanic uh, Americans like elected into local government there. Uh, you talked talking 20 or 30 years ago, and he reminds me. My conversation with him was just last week, and it was a lot like talking your conversation with your father. And it dawned on me that the work's already been done. The prototype for a scenario where this guy is the one that says oh, there's some uh, kids out there that need jackets. It's uh, 20 below. Oh, Kiwanis uh, is gonna give away jackets. So he makes the connection, go get the jackets, hands out the flyers. And he's the one that goes into the community and actually gives the family families the the jackets. And I was thinking about the the voice. You said that you built Lemur in part to have a platform for just anybody who wants their voice to be heard. Who, or anybody that needs his voice to be heard, uh, and then we tie in uh, that a, a lot of the people that he's speaking to are speaking in a language that is different from, you know, English. That's not a problem for the Lemur platform whatsoever. So mm-hmm. when that dawned on me that he has a, a lot of folks that would love to hear his voice much more than read a tweet or an email or see even a flyer. I told him, you know what, open your phone out right now. Uh, Let me get you set up on lemur and you get five or 10 people and start, you know, recording some of your thoughts, make it Romero's world. And build from there. And, and I think that's so fantastic. So I just wanted mm -hmm. to tell you that. And, and, um, and,
0: and you you know, and, and you know, I, sorry to cut you off there, AJ, but um, you brought up a great point. There are some people on there that I just, you know i look forward to listening to and um you know obviously shane's one of them but um but besides that there are like a very um it's almost organic it's hard to explain like with lemur because it's obvious it's honestly it's a conversation back and forth back and forth back and forth and um I actually got hooked up with a guy, and I was on his podcast because he wanted to talk about ex-military experience and transitioning from military life to civilian life. It was a uh, big, uh, big Hefe and Yalika, and those guys, those guys were fun to talk to. And I would have never met them, I'd have never ran into them, I'd have never done the podcast if it wasn't yeah, for Lamer. His
2: name, except yeah. for he commented on uh, Skinwalker Ranch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. which was which was some it. creepy yeah. shit was, yeah, yeah.
2: The time i heard a just talk about it was on lemur i thought that was great yeah
0: um the one of the one things i wanted to hit on though was you brought up a good analogy about the use of this platform and um it included the rock which i think you kind of got a jones in for you kind of like the rock can you go ahead and explain that um that to us again that analogy about what the use of the platform would be, how you vision the usage.
4: Yeah, uh, it's it's each uh, other a couple of months now, and you just know that I love using analogies for everything, basically. <laughs> nice, I love it. Uh, too. But the rock is a great one. <laughs> but uh, when I explain to people, I say the difficult thing with us a lemur and trying to explain to people what it is is. Um, the podcast market as i said it's, it's starting to explode now mm-hmm. and podcasting is all people know and it's their first exposure to the voice market as it were voice creation and, and, and that side of it so lemur is actually beyond podcasting again it's the next evolution of podcasting and uh, so when people go oh you have a podcast app i go um no yes but no um and there's a difference and, and we use the term Uh, traditional podcast. There's a difference between traditional podcasting and social audio in that traditional podcasts are exactly the same now as they were when they started over 20 years ago. There's no difference. The way you record, edit, share, distribute, etc, etc. And what form of media or technology has not evolved in 20 years? None.
2: None.
4: None. (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, Which is madness when you think about it. So all the problems associated with podcasting 20 years ago, which stopped them from exploding in the first place, are still there now. And when people get into podcasting, they discover that themselves in terms mm-hmm. of costs, production, um, you know, meeting people, uh, time, so on and so forth. Whereas Lemur, like with my father, and, and those problems stopped my father from getting in, even starting. And even when people get over that hurdle and they do start, then they drop off very quickly because of the, the difficulty, and then growing your your podcast is very difficult as well. Yeah. So I said that the main difference, well, or not the main difference, but a big difference and a huge user case for for this, for even a traditional podcaster. Say you start your show, the issue is, say you have a studio show, you're based in the studio, and you're walking down the main street in your in your city, and you bump into the rock, and you go, oh my god, uh, Rocky, can can you? come to my studio next tuesday at five o'clock for for an interview in my podcast the chances of that happening are slim to none whereas you have lemur on your phone in your pocket you whip it out you go listen rock could you please uh, say hello to my fans for me or say hello to my mother or whatever the case may be and this is the beauty of it you don't even need to have a podcast to do this so he goes no problem shane i can smell what you're cooking you know record (laughs) that (laughs) And instantly, if you have 100 followers or 100,000 followers on Limmer, you can share with them straight away. Mm-hmm. They can listen to that. And the big difference between Limmer, so there's three main problems, okay, uh, differences and problems with traditional podcasting, right? First one, barrier to which we touched on loads. Second one is metrics and analytics are terrible. As one of the biggest issues. I've spoken to so many podcasters, so many marketers, so many sponsors. The issue is the level of detail they get from podcasting is terrible. It's so obscure because of the nature of how they're distributed and shared on so many different platforms. Well, also so,
2: historically from radio, the Orbiton, uh, yeah, that's what they had from there. They had to they had to pull people to find out who was exactly. listening. Exactly. So, oh,
4: where lemur is different because it's, it's it's yes, it's 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 so. Antiquated, you know. So, mm-hmm. Lima, on the other hand, because of the platform, it's centralized, like a Twitter or an Instagram or Facebook. So you know exactly who's listening, why they're listening, where they're listening, how long they're listening for, uh, when they come, when they leave, etc. Et and that's the analytics, which is massive. And that's the next big frontier of data. Full stop. Is voice. You guys know that better than anyone. So mm-hmm. you, the social environment, it's just unbelievable the potential. Um but then the third major problem there's loads but the three main ones we look at and the third one is major 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 problem with podcasting that podcasters most podcasters don't even realize they have yet is interaction Mm -hmm. podcasting is a monologue Mm -hmm. the host talks the listener listens that's it yeah Whereas Lemur is social audio, it's interactive audio. So I do my cast like I did with the about the Skinwalker ranch and UFO. And then you guys listen to that and you go, Oh my God, Shane, I saw a UFO um, when I was in Idaho. It was just incredible. Well, tell me more about your UFO experience. Was it? A, a, and then I can listen to you and go, Jesus, AJ, that's just like my experience. And then Nick can jump in and he goes, Well, guys, I got abducted by aliens. You know, and then thank you.
0: Know, <laughs> I did you know, now. Real.
4: <laughs>
0: and I had to you know, clean up the mess. <laughs>
4: yeah, no, Nick, that was actually me. I did that. you are not remember you were drunk. But, uh, <laughs> so that's, that's the, um, that's the analogy with the rock. And uh, I use him as well because he's it's actually, we were mentioning the rock on Lemur this evening. I, I just shared a, uh, a Halloween special uh, with a guy called Andrew McCarroll, who is, uh, he's, he's a very big movie journalist. So here in Ireland on radio and TV and that kind of thing. And he interviewed interviewed the Russo brothers and all that carry on. he, he's one of the main hosts of Dublin comic comic con. And, uh, he's like an encyclopedia to movies. So we talked about our three favorite horror movies for Halloween, you know, and why we like them and stuff like that was great. I really enjoyed it. We did it last night. I love that kind of stuff. What's your top two then? Uh, the, the, the ones I picked were The Thing, the the, the 1982, I think, um, The Thing. And then I picked Halloween 2, the sequel. And I picked the original Dawn of the Dead. Oh.
2: oh. Ha- Halloween 2 is the one with...
4: Yeah, R-E- so...
0: Wait, no, 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 no. Wrong three. Wrong... Oh my God! You got to go back and watch Halloween too. Hall- <laughs> yeah, Listen, I got to be honest with you. I I thought killing franchises like started like in the in like the the 2010s, but these people have been doing it for decades. Like, no offense, yeah. it should have <laughs> never gone past Halloween two. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Game set yeah. match. Luma shows up, kills Michael. End of story. Um. God bless America. Everybody moves on with their life.
4: Well, but they drugged that things.
0: shit out yeah, over five movies.
4: Michael and, then, right.
0: <laughs> and then I'm going to tell you something else. If John Carpenter would have came out and just said, look, bro, we're going to make an anthology series. And this is going to be the first shitty movie in a long line of shitty movies. I think that <laughs> Halloween 3 could have had some fucking traction. But yeah. didn't. it did not People were like... What do you mean? It's Halloween. Ain't got no Mike Myers in it. What's this shit? You know. And
2: I mean, of I course, we rather saw uh, Hellraiser get treated. Good okay. oh, no,
0: listen to this. There's a guy that has a YouTube channel, and it's called Horror Timelines. You got to look it up. Horror Timelines. I forget the name of his channel. He goes through Hellraiser. They they destroyed Hellraiser too. Oh, yeah. Hellraiser's got like nine sequels, and they could have just stopped at three. And they'd have been fine, but there's like, you know, I don't know. You find out that Pinhead served in World War One or something. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. No, seriously, like his human, his human yeah, yeah. persona did. It's just crazy, man. Just yeah. don't ruin David, the story. I have
2: audio files, uh, copies of audio files from the sound designer for the thing. Mm. Yeah, David Udall. Yeah, yeah.
4: It, it, it must a be some form of money laundering, I think. <laughs> right <laughs> okay the budget's 100 million and it made 20 grand on the box office okay right right right
0: <laughs> so what what's your favorite you know not to get off the subject of lemur but um being that it is halloween yeah what is your what's your favorite part of did, did you like the second thing as well but also do you think at the end of the movie do you think either of those guys were the thing
4: um, mm. I actually know the answer to that. Uh, what is they, the answer? They, they did reveal it. Um, yeah, uh, I think uh, was it John Carpenter or someone did reveal it? It's I can't think of his name,
0: Keith
4: uh, David, the, the, the black guy, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Oh, no, yeah. Keith David, oh,
4: yeah, He's- I, lo- I <laughs> love uh, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, and in regards to that, um a delay there um, yep. in regards to the thing the uh, the prequel or mm-hmm. yeah the prequel that was based before mm. on the Norwegian station mm-hmm. um, oh. listen it's it's okay but it's not a why do you CGI and and didn't, they actually did use some practical effects but it's there's just far too much CGI in it okay yeah. uh-huh. it, it had had huge potential it had huge potential. But unfortunately, it just fell short. Um,
0: yeah, but you know what, though, man, nothing, nothing gets me going like continuity. At the end of that movie, when I seen that dog running for that yeah. other, right, right, running for that other station, I was like, "Oh it's so shit,
2: it's yeah, gonna yeah. get real." Yeah. And
0: it, <laughs> it, you know, it, and it, it did. Sound,
2: yeah, the old bass lines to sound the same.
0: Yeah. oh. Awesome. What was the other one? Did, what about Freddy? Do you like Freddy?
4: I never, I never really got into the Freddy Krueger movies. Like when I was younger, oh. I said that that's why I like Halloween Two is because it's the first of the series I saw and I watched mm. it over and over and over again. Mm. Um, even though the first one is a superior movie, yeah. um, I, Freddy Krueger, I never really I saw. You talk about the sequels. One, of the most recent, Freddy versus Jason, which was, oh. made of, you know, <laughs> they're, they're just pure <laughs> trash but um they're, they're funny it's and, and just back to that point about Andy uh he left he replied to you Nick to your comments yeah uh, his reply is just hilarious he made the point that like the whole franchise of Freddie Krueger uh just exploded and, and in a in a weird way he, uh, he turned into like a Mickey Mouse type character and yeah, made, yeah. and he, and did. he, he you know, and he saw a baby with a toy Freddy Krueger, and he's like, in the first mu- movie, he was a ped- pedophile murderer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
4: Burn kids. I let kids have.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna tell you what though. There's there's nothing like that that first Freddy Krueger, and and here's something for you. Here's a little piece of interesting uh, film footage that 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 I think's just hilarious. So Robert England comes back. He's like, hey, man, I want this amount of money. And they're like, no, dude, ain't happening. So they're like, we could get anybody up there and make up to do this shit. So they bring him in. They do a couple test, test runs with them. They film some scenes and they're like, you pay Robert England whatever he wants. That guy's Freddy Krueger. And they did. And they raised his, they raised his budget. They raised his uh, salary and they got him back because... The, he is the embodiment of that character. I just, you know, some, a lot of them got campy towards the end. They, they really went downhill, but I'm going to tell you what though, that first one, it, it doesn't, I had a person I worked with. She was younger than me. She's like, Oh, I love scary movies. This is a couple years ago. And I'm like, okay, well, did, have you seen nightmare on Elm street? And she's like, what? And I'm like, well, you don't, you don't like scary movies. Then if, if you haven't seen nightmare on Elm street, I brought it in, and she was like, "Dude, that's a good movie." And I'm like, "Hell yeah, it's a good movie." (laughs) I mean, somebody coming after you in your dreams—that's supposed to be the safest place for you—and you're in in your existence inside your inside your head whenever you're sleeping, and somebody is coming after you in your dreams. Do you guys remember this one? Is wild.
4: Two 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 things I want to say. Firstly, one of the best spin-offs from Freddy Krueger was into The Simpsons, you know? Uh, do, not, do not touch Willie. Oh.
0: <laughs> yes. Groundskeeper <laughs> Willie.
4: <Keeper> <laughs> Willie. <laughs> yeah. <Do> not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what an episode. And uh, I've got a movie pitch. And this is us. We're going into it. This is The Beauty of Lemur. It's after Spark and this whole conversation off the back of Lemur content. A movie pitch. A crossover between Freddy Krueger, Friday the 13th, and
0: inception yeah. oh i like that they gotta they gotta keep going deep inside the deeper yeah the deep one dream deeper to, <laughs> to outwit kruger i thought i yeah. heard that they rick were going to try to bring that. that was in a, that was a rick and morty episode
4: yeah they did one yeah they did one yeah that's right you're right actually yeah the simpsons did it the rick and morty did it so I, I, I
0: heard that they were going to try to bring one back, uh, bring Freddy back in the pre in the the, this sequel was going to revolve around like people fucking with him. in the or people, I don't know if I could say the f word, people messing with him in the afterlife, right? Like, like you know, like kids would kids would be like not afraid of him, like it would be like he all of his power is diminished, and then slowly he would start to regain power and just like ra- rave havoc on everybody, and. I just, I was like, man, that would make a hell of a good reboot. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. I actually, uh, Andy was saying, you'll have to listen to it when you get a chance. But he, he came out with these most obscure movies that I'd never heard of. And one of them, uh, I can't think of the name of it, was around a, it was kind of like a mockumentary or one of those things where this um, high school uh, group of kids were making a documentary and they got to follow this serial, serial killer around. Oh. Uh, he's he's kind of like he's training you know and and it takes all the the stereotypical stuff that happen in horror movies and make fun of it and he's kind of like you know i have to get to the gym and do a load of training and stuff like that because you know i make it look like i'm walking and chasing the person but when they look away i have to sprint around the house and appear all that kind of stuff but it's actually based in the same universe as freddy krueger michael myers um Jason, all them, and they are real. they're real, they actually happened in reality in this universe. But unlike them, he doesn't have demonic or spiritual powers or paranormal. He's just a normal guy. Normal
1: oh guy. He used to, oh, wow. to work wait, extra wait, hard in the gym to get, to get Yeah, down. exactly he has to
4: train <laughs> extra hard to, <laughs> to, to to compete, you know? And he wants to be like them. So it sounds brilliant. But I'm gonna have to I have to check it out myself when I?
0: Yeah. Hey a- a- Everybody go over to Lemur, go over to Shane's Lemur account. He's going to drop that in there. He's going to drop that nugget in there. And uh, that way you guys can hear about it. So we're coming up on an hour. Ben, a final, qu- final question. Final
1: question is, uh, Shane, and we, we asked Brian in the previous segment, hey, what question do you have for the voice community? It could be anything. It could be serious. It could be lighthearted or it's technical. Um, what What question do you have to the voice community out there?
4: Why haven't you started a podcast?
0: <laughs> hey, a lot of those people have. Yeah. Well, like we're in competition. You know, well, not it's healthy competition. It's right? healthy. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, there's, we're we're, there's we're there's like
1: training to get to the Freddy Krueger level. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: We're there's,
0: definitely the guy that runs around the runs around the bush. We're that guy.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing about the podcast communities I found anyway, it's it's a very, very healthy friendly environment and it's mutually beneficial. It's the, the mm. old, another you know movie quote which I love throwing in, it's the, Jerry Maguire help me help you. It's like, you yep. go on my show, I'll go on your show. And we'll yep. both support one another. And that's what I love about it. And it's so, it's so young and so exciting of an industry. And like the, the, like just for comparisons, like in profiles mm-hmm. on Instagram, and it comes to actual podcast shows on on uh iTunes, eight hundred and fifty thousand.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yep, that is just insane. So the opportunity for growth is just amazing. That's why we're at the very very beginning of it. And when it comes to social audio, we look at it. We are at the level of when MySpace was around before MySpace became big. You get me. Mm-hmm. It's right at the beginning, the first days of social media. That's where social audio is. So where we're going is really, really exciting. And another thing, I just got a knock at the door. That special um, guest has just arrived. So who is uh, it? Well, I'll give you a little background. Okay, I haven't had contact with him for a few years. Uh, he okay. used to do. He used to do a bit of marketing for us um, okay. in Lima. And uh, his name is the Lemur Suit Man and Ooh. he did a he did a promotional gig with us uh, when we did a little thing in cheltenham in the uk back in 2017 and cheltenham is one of the biggest uh, horse racing festivals in the world mm-hmm. and unfortunately off the back of that he he um, developed a little bit of a gambling problem so <laughs> we, had, we, had uh-huh. go, we we had to go our separate ways um at that stage but he's gone to rehab he's knocked the habit and lemur 2.0 is almost coming so he he got in touch and he said listen can i come back into the conspiracy and he said "Right, okay we'll see what we can do so i'll just uh i'll just go let him in okay i i, 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 I just need to shoot off there's the the kettle's on the is boiling so i need to go do that okay it won't be a second i'll go get him now. all
0: right thanks shane
1: <laughs>
4: sounds like an interesting
0: awesome. guy yeah yeah i kind of like this guy he sounds like sounds like he'd be kind of cool to hang out with yeah AJ, what's up? Are you good over there?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, my mind's just Dude, it's,
0: it's like you're wearing a neck brace.
2: Yeah, I was like rushing all the way to like three three minutes before we got on.
0: You're like you you're like one of those one of those kids that gets one of those braces, you know, to like make sure everything's straight. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. I was gonna put uh
0: oh, wow. <laughs> come he here, oh. looking fit, Man. looking fit. Hey, nice. you, know, you know if that uh if that suit was green, you'd just disappear into the background.
4: <laughs> oh well, actually, my brother's green, so that's, uh. yeah, oh. same mother, different father. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. I would wear that around town.
4: Yeah, I, I yeah,
1: I would never come off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: this is my skin.
1: This is my right. skin. And you you
0: you're comfortable in it and that's that's what that's what matters. That, yeah, that's what's most important about about today is being comfortable in your own skin and you're you're uh, um exemplifying that to the to the nth degree. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, what about the conspiracy? Thank- What's up with this conspiracy, joining the conspiracy?
0: Yeah, what is this conspiracy? Was that something you came up with, or did Shane come up with that?
4: Well, the conspiracy was actually against me to get me out of the Lemur organization because of a uh, mismanagement of funds. That money was just resting in my account. Uh, Oh, I see. Yeah, so, but the conspiracy in relation to the Lemur conspiracy, uh, Mm -hmm. so, obviously, Lemur, can you see that yet? Uh, yes, yes. Lemur stands for less is more, and it is a uh, playing on play words, but it's also the lemur animal. It's mm-hmm. like John Coffee from the Green Mile, yep. like the like the drink, only not spelt the same. Uh, <laughs> when <laughs> Lemur started, it's building a new social audio community. Yeah, we were thinking this community. What are we going to call it? And then we said, "Well, it's called lemur. So, what is a group of lemurs called?" So we went on Google, and we found out that a group of lemurs in the wild is called a conspiracy of lemurs. Mm. No
0: way! That's got to be the only animal. Like you know, you got a pack. You know, but uh, I, I don't know. Maybe a gaggle. I don't know. But a flock. But, uh, a flock. You know, a, a herd. man, A herd. Conspiracy.
1: That's yeah. epic. Yeah.
4: See, so, I thought
0: those only existed in uh, wacko fringe groups and governments, but I guess not.
4: Yes, well, you know, there's the thing we like to say is there's no smoke without fire. So,
0: amen to that.
4: Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> that's why we want we want to try and get Alex Jones in the Lemur conspiracy it, <laughs> oh, uh, he'd
1: love it. He'd love I'll it. it. Because, uh, my yes, I mean,
2: you could form your own. Anybody could form their own kind of a self help group. Uh, yep. Just <laughs> sign up at Lemur. They say, Oh, this is what we're talking about. Uh, gambling
4: addictions, yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah. Working for the U.S. government, the CIA,
0: whatever,
4: or, remember, or, remember, or, remember, or even help gamblers win because uh, right, we actually do have some techniques. Uh, uh,
0: but, but word on the street, uh, Shane,
4: Shane, Shane told us. Morning, so, there you go.
0: So, Shane told us that y- you had a problem with that, though, like you were the opposite effect, like you weren't winning.
2: But the money was just resting in his account. So. Right. No, 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 no.
4: Yeah. Uh, any of any, any, any those rumors about any uh, uh, misdemeanors in regards to, um, you know, <laughs> no, pulling horses and uh, threatening jockeys uh, are totally false and nothing to do with me.
0: And cannot be uh, substantiated or corroborated in any way. Fake news, news, man. Fake
1: news.
4: As as your president says, yes, fake news. Um, (laughs) Don't believe it. It never happened. Not a lot of people
2: heard about it before he invented the term.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta give him credit. He did. Gotta give him credit.
4: Yeah, Yeah. Due to that, I would not actually be able to make it into your country uh, due to my uh, criminal record, but I'm innocent of those charges. It was false, false. Uh, but uh, less said about that, the better. Can we move on to something else, please? <laughs> he's, he's yes, a good yes,
0: we can. Um, I just want to thank I just want to thank Shane for actually coming on to the show and and having him bring you on. This is amazing. You know what? I'd like to thank both of you at the same time, but I know he's busy getting the kettle off of the stove. So. I like- what, what if, tournament? No, tournament? no, no, no. I want to know. What is your actual, what is your name? Do you, do you have a name? Are you just a yellow Lamer?
4: No, I do. Yes. What it's is it? Mr. Uh-huh. More suit, man.
0: <laughs> More suit, man. Okay. I like uh,
4: yeah. it. I like so it.
0: That, yeah. I, Hey, I would hand out candy in that outfit. You got a couple days left. Oh,
4: I have. And it's not an outfit. It's my skin. Oh, oh, that's right. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Your skin. But, okay, so <laughs> with that being said, here's the deal. Uh, I already – hey, you wouldn't happen to have a YouTube account, would you? Oh,
4: we do have a YouTube account. Lemur, no, I not. mean
0: like – no, I'm talking about you, Mr. Uh, – Morphsuit Man. The, Morphsuit Man. Does Morphsuit Man have a YouTube account?
4: It is in it is in the works. Um, we've had a lot of – Morphsuit Man was very popular uh, mm-hmm. when I was in Cheltenham. Uh, that period mm-hmm. of time, we've been planning for the right time to bring – me back, and yep. uh, obviously, with the whole lemur 2.0, we're building a whole marketing strategy. And, uh, I may be making an appearance again, who knows? Uh, we'll just have to wait and see if the price is right. With the lemur, uh, right. CEO, he doesn't like to uh, pay me that well, but listen, I'm I, I need the money, let's be honest. So, yeah. uh, uh,
2: Oh, this is how he makes his escape. <laughs> this is. Yeah, we cut out a little bit a little there, bit. but we got to we, we got to get see, you that go uh, go that account filled again and then maybe uh, show us some of those pictures behind there.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, don't be taking those. Shane loves those pictures. Don't be taking those pictures and selling them.
4: Yeah, I mean, we're we're, no, we're we recording this,
0: go. you know. Yeah, we're recording this.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, once the camera goes off, those kind of, those pictures are coming off the wall and they're coming with me <laughs> <laughs> i think he's coming so uh i'll, I'll just go get him i, I heard the kettle i just go okay nice talking to you guys take nice care talking
0: to you too
1: <laughs> seems like a really good fellow
2: yes yeah. definitely a guy you want to well, go grab a beer because with if you notice the website the guy looked super happy on the lemur website. Cause it looked like his he did super happy days. His clothing matched the wall. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yep. Yeah. So while is- we, while we have that a minute,
0: is- while Shane's coming back from, from getting the kettle off the <laughs> stove, I just want to mention talk socket one more time. If, if you know somebody or for yourself or over the holidays, they have an array of, uh they have an array of packages that you can buy for your whole family and if anybody uses pop sockets I would highly recommend them getting a talk socket to go on the back of their cell phone it can, it's very versatile could be carried on a keychain and you're essentially carrying Alexa around with you everywhere you go um what do you guys think Did I do a good job on the uh, talk socket promo oh yeah yeah man yeah okay Cool. Yeah, Be absolutely. sure to go check him out on Indiegogo and at talksocket.com. Shane, I don't know where you got that guy from. I uh, he's, uh, he's he's brother. He, he's, he family.
4: Uh, Is he no, family? No, he's not related to me. No, no, no. Uh, no he,
1: that's not what he said. That's not what he said.
4: No, no, no. He um he he I got introduced to him through family. Uh, ah. he's like family at this. We're not we're not genetically uh linked. Thank God. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he he uh, he's just gone there. He, he got a he got a taxi, but uh, as per usual mm. I have to pay for the fare. He yeah. uh, he's never seems to have cash on him for some reason. Yeah.
1: Morph suit, man. What, what what type of surname is that? That's that's an Irish name, right? Yeah, no?
4: Um it's actually a mix between uh Scotland and Ireland. Mm. Scots Gary. Yeah. So okay. in, uh, yeah. It's both yeah, oh, it's nice.
2: Yeah, all right. Well,
0: hey Shane, we're gonna bounce you out here real quick. You just he's
2: gonna show some
4: pictures there. Uh, oh, yes, oh, yeah,
0: show the pictures real quick.
4: (coughs) Okay, so these are uh pictures by an artist called Craig Davison, he's a UK artist, and uh, he's brilliant. I got these um when I was playing rugby, but they are so if you can see the kids, so the first kid, it's
0: bandwidth the bane of my existence
1: i think morph suit man right. took I, his uh, router all right I'm he's back. there so
4: okay. um, he did yeah. I'm, I'm back so basically the idea behind these paintings is the thing in the background is meant to be their shadow but it's also their imagination oh, so uh... this kid is here playing with Christmas morning, and he, he thinks he's Darth Vader, so his shadow is Darth Vader. And the kid on the on the bike is uh, a speeder, uh, stormtrooper, scout trooper. And then the last one uh, I'll go over to get a better look. Uh, let me see, is of one of my favorites now, is the Emperor Palpatine. There we go. Oh. So
0: hashtag Papa Palp.
4: Yes. So, uh, there there you go so Very uh
2: cool. yeah listen nice. on account at lemur and uh if you were, uh happen to be a musician that writes music in uh like five four time or something similar to like the
4: music that was on halloween share it
2: it's a great place for it it's
4: great oh yeah 100 listen guys um there's loads of exciting things happening in voice full stop but on lemur as i said a new product coming out if you want to get involved, if you want to start a podcast or if you just want to get involved in voice, another another comparison we make is, uh, you know, 9 out of 10 people, they don't want to be the next Joe Rogan, but they'd like to share their voice. It's mm-hmm. uh, very similar to Instagram. 9 out of 10 people, they don't want to be a professional f- photographer, but they'd like to share their pictures. Mm-hmm. That's an offer in, in Lemur. so easy. Download the app for free. Instantly record how to share your voice, build up a following, and start spark a conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, absolutely. All right. Well, you
2: don't have hey, flash of your fancy on Lemur, you could be speaking your own regular voice, you could speak mm-hmm. intimately, uh, you can meet different folks, and it's pretty wonderful. Social audio, social audio. It's like Twitter. Just why would you have to read something from somebody you care about? Just listen to them talk.
4: Yeah, it, it exactly we take the best aspects of social media um but apply it to voice and as I said mm-hmm. and you you said earlier on Nick it's uh it's a str- it's strange the relationships you can it's strange in a good way that yeah, good way. The relationships you build with people and you talk some people you talk to them once and you're kind of like I know that guy you know I'd mm-hmm, like, uh-huh. like to point with him or it's crazy and uh no it's really exciting and and uh as many as many people as we can get involved in the lemur conspiracy, and obviously you guys are there as well, which is fantastic. really appreciate the support and Absolutely. um looking forward to to um the, the uh, growth and of course have new guys i'm going to be um rebooting like uh, halloween my uh my podcast mm-hmm. my traditional podcast in early twenty twenty one mono mono, so I'd love to have you guys come on the show as well. And we can uh, talk all things voice right. and, and horror movies, maybe. <laughs> and
0: yeah, the rock. I love that.
4: I forgot to finish on the, going the whole way back to Andy McCarroll. The reason yep. why I started talking about him in the first place on the rock is he cannot stand the rock. <laughs> 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 so I talked to him I, about the rock as much as I possibly can. And I did that on lemur this evening. He left the, uh, a, a smart comment to me on my APEC eight weeks and i referenced the rock and he didn't he didn't make it too kindly at all so <laughs> <laughs> we have to check that all one right. out
0: all right shane so hey hold on a minute we're gonna bounce you out say some say some nice things about you and then we will uh be back after we play our outro
4: brilliant see you buddy
0: see you in a second okay that was awesome and you know whenever you know you have a good conversation whenever you've been talking for an hour and 20 minutes. Yes, Ben he was, was not a lumberjack. More
2: talented than Mark Zuckerberg. Come on,
0: Ben was not a lumberjack. He was actually the bronze oh, Some some trees got cut down to to make my product. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bronby so you guys, uh, you guys, cool with the outro? Let's do it. Here we go.